Social-sexual? Social-sexual. Social-sexual. Being social-sexual is actually a sign that you don't understand the reading. Welcome to the podcast. I'm your host, dear Abby. I'm just Abby. We're here in the studio uh, with our producers, Natalia. Hey. And Austin. Hey, guys. This is supposed to be an advice podcast, and it's not setting out to be a bad advice podcast, but it will inevitably be bad advice. I hear that actually the maroon party is tonight and so we're doing the podcast so that we can or I can legitimately enter the party because I did kind of ghost the maroon on the copy editing front all year. This podcast will be two really unqualified people answering questions that we shouldn't be answering. We probably won't really give good answers. Or answers. And if we do, you probably shouldn't trust them. Don't. We don't have a name for it, and we don't have cover art, but that's really what I'm looking forward to most <laughs> about the podcast. So set your expectations low for the quality of podcasting and high for the cover art. <laughs> All right. So the question that we will be exploring, um, Maroon's favorite word, is <laughs> specifically the Maroon art section's favorite word, is... I'm really into this person in my social sequence, and they don't have Facebook or social media. How do I get into contact with them? So this is relevant to us, actually, because we are both former social students and prospective, I think, social majors. Um, yeah, and I think maybe the first place to start with this is if you feel that you are into somebody in your social section, you might um, want to question your sexuality. <laughs> this is what Julia and I like to call... Social-sexual? Social-sexual. Social-sexual. So that might be the the first thing you should be asking yourself. Social-sexual is where you have this inexplicable attraction to anyone in your social section. Yeah, it's like you like don't have to necessarily understand. In fact, you probably shouldn't understand the social being, like the works, you know, the quote-unquote like course materials. In but fact, just, like, yeah. make Soch the centerpiece of your life anyway. Being social is actually a sign that you don't understand the readings. Um, it's a good way to distract from the fact that <laughs> the material is over your head, but the people are maybe on your level. People might be, you might see the people on Tinder and no matter how many, so that might be a social media that they have, um, you can swipe. Oh, yeah. Right. Um, everyone in Soch is on Tinder. So. Soch is primarily <laughs> Tinder-based. <laughs> um, so, yeah, if you're looking to find a specific person. You can go on Tinder. For some of us, that's worked, I think, you know, arguably better than for others of us. Um, if you're looking to narrow down the Tinder pool, um, you can filter it not by men or women, but by Soch section. Right, right, right. So that's <laughs> something, a little-known fact. Um, and the best way to compound that, I guess, and get more assured successes by only going on Tinder in, like, that 10-minute period when your social class is, like, convened before social because you love each other <laughs> so much. <laughs> just, like, everyone swipes. Um, so you might want to propose that. I don't know. Three weeks into the quarter should be enough time. What other places do we happen across a lot of social kids? Salonica, I think. Salonica <laughs> is a great place to find people from your social class. <laughs> I mean, where else? Uh, if you kind of just linger around um, the Rousseau section of the reg, 
I that's think. a lie. No one. <laughs> <laughs> Full on bullshit. You might see people in the reg, though, just probably not. No one in Soch understands Soch, so they're not going to be looking for books. That's true. But people in Soch do understand the power of the general will. So if you, <laughs> if you just go to the polls a lot. <laughs> yeah. You can really filter out, like, who's, like, wife material based on um, whether or not they're following the advice of your current fave from the Soch reading. So mm-hmm. if the only thing you got from Rousseau is that you should be voting... If they're not voting, you know they're not worth. They're your time. not. I mean, they could be like a hookup. I don't know. Similarly, if you're reading Smith and like you find that your Soch crush, as <laughs> whoever it may be, um, does not believe in the free market, then drop them. Drop because drop. they clearly didn't understand the reading. Yeah, um, I I would love to make another like content based reference. I didn't get it. <laughs> <laughs> so I was in classics, loved it. I was in power, loved it more. I don't know. We did. We talked about it a lot. It was actually this was a perfect question. I I actually wanted to major in. She soch. wanted to major in soch. I was told that was impossible. <laughs> So now I'm a fundamentals major instead, just so I can center my own curriculum around social. <laughs> um, can we... <laughs> should we talk with the treatise? <laughs> that seems risky. Go for well, it. now I've brought it up anyway. So <laughs> I don't think the listeners maybe understand exactly how much we loved social, but we, we loved it. And so <laughs> we specifically loved the way for all of those Hobbes readers out there, which I assume you read Hobbes. Is. You've read Hobbes. <laughs> we really loved the way he lists his terms. And he's like, civil law, what? And then he, <laughs> he goes into it, right? Yeah. It's all lists. It's just fun and listy and we thought that we had similar ideas we we thought that similar, to that um similar to Hobbes we don't really have content filled ideas we just have a lot of lists of concepts that we don't really build on ever so like Hobbes we decided to make a treatise out of them and I don't know do we give away all of our secrets on the first F of the pod I feel like no. All right. We'll bring it up later, maybe. Probably but just like not. a general outline of how Generally, much Julian, I love Soch is that we did write our own treatise that's a list of lists. So we're we're working. Oh my God, we have a lot. This is so lucky for us. Um, we've been working. We went to CVS one night, CVS 53rd, shout out. Um, we bought um, <laughs> <That's> probably, <laughs> I'm trying to be sponsored um, so they pay me more money to get my flu shot next year but they we bought um, some school supplies you know like index card notebook thing and specifically a lockbox <laughs> that we actually paid for and we each have a key to to keep the treatise materials yeah we're so confident in our treatise that we were mostly worried about it being stolen <laughs> <laughs> so in our notebook We've been listing out lists of things that we're going to eventually delve into by the end of undergrad, maybe. Um, We're second years right now. And I like to keep lists on my phone of things that I want to write about or address in the future. And so I have a list going at all times for treatise things that we haven't yet had a chance to write down in the notebook in the lockbox. And it's actually pretty long right now. Very procedural explanation. Yeah. Wow, Julia, that's really long. I'm that's currently really scrolling through. <laughs> I feel like that's what people do. Yeah, on yeah, yeah. <laughs> we can lie, but it is longer than I would have expected for sure. Um, um, yeah. Wow, 
And actually, there's a social reference in the second bullet point. Of course there is. So I'll just read Most that one. Most of our life is social references. So this is a potential list we're going to list in our treatise. Things that remove authority, such as if you're a frat brother at SIU and you fall off a couch. <laughs> and then also Tocqueville's first name being Alexis. That's... <laughs> the, um, we listed that. <laughs> Do we cut? I, don't know. I think we should just quickly talk about how few first names we know in Soch. Like, I think I could say all of them. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's Rousseau's. Jean Jacques. Oh, right. We do talk Fucking about that a lot. JJR. <laughs> um, Jesus. Okay. I feel like that was much too procedural. About right, sorry about that. <laughs> no one wanted to hear that. Yeah, and that kind of yeah. diverged from the question. Oh, yeah, okay. This is a tweet from, I guess, our producer. Yeah, <laughs> um, Just heard a first year talk about how they always set up hookups through Canvas DMs, and my life is infinitely worse now. How would they have... Wait, November 28th? Worse? That's not... <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think maybe you're just jealous that you have not personally received a Canvas DM like the rest of us. <laughs> okay, all my cards on the table. I've never gotten DM'd on Canvas. Um, and I think about DMing people on Canvas, or I think about DMing my whole class on Canvas a lot. Even if it's a class that I'm not close to, I don't care about or really know anyone in the class, but I go on canvas and I'm looking for something and I end up on the chat feature and I just see that little smiley face that means you could send an emoji to your whole class and there's something so tempting about it. I don't know if this is um, a normal thing to do but before I start a class I like to scroll through the people section. Yeah I do that. That's the normal part. Uh, Okay. (laughs) I like to memorize some like specific names and then on the first day of class try to just guess whose name (laughs) that might be. I don't do that, but <laughs> I, I kind of think that I should start doing it. But it, it, it works for a small, mode. for a lecture. For a lecture. Damn. You just kind of pinpoint who you think might be named John, you know? Yeah, well, that's going to, I feel like that's actually pretty obvious. I think I could pinpoint every John at this <laughs> university, I don't know. I don't even know his name, but there's a kid who is, like, DMing Perry on Facebook about her comments in discussion section, <laughs> but he doesn't talk so to her funny. in real life in discussion section. So if you want to elaborate on that. Uh, okay, well, this is being published. Okay. Um, yeah, this kid, every time we have a discussion section afterwards, will, like, send me very thorough reflections on all of my comments. He'll <laughs> <laughs> like, just be like, I think that was a valid question, and the professor didn't really thoroughly address it as much as it deserved to be addressed. I was recently talking to somebody else about what you said, and, like, we agreed that, like, X, Y, and Z. It was crazy. I was reading this yesterday, and I thought it was a new thing. I thought he had just DM'd her for the first time yesterday, but it's been going on for weeks, and they've never talked in person. I love but it. But she refers to him as the hot guy in the discussion section. So. He's both hot and considering my comments. <laughs> Maybe so. that is what makes him hot. I don't know. I mean, so and that's if he like asked you out, would you do? Only if it happened over Canvas. <laughs> so true. <laughs> what a way to tie it all back. <laughs> yeah, okay, but getting back to the the crooks of the matter. Crooks. <laughs> <laughs> Is it not spelled C-R-O-O-X? No. Nope. Isn't it spelled LaCroix? The LaCroix of the, the, yeah, LaCroix of the matter. <laughs> the <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, getting back to the social sexuality canvas. How to get in touch. I think just, like, be really flirty every time they talk. Right, um, right. We were talking about this. So, just, yeah. yeah, I guess in a more practical sense, you might just um, uh, direct all of your class comments at this person. Like, never make eye contact with the professor <laughs> purely because... Oh, that's such a power move, because everyone yeah. talks and just stares into the professor's and eyes. imagine, first of all, what it's like to be that professor. Yeah. Like, all of these kids are saying things that you don't agree with directly at you. Yeah. You didn't ask them to say it. Like, staring at <laughs> you with, like, adoration. <laughs> yeah, so imagine, like, directing all that, like... Um, that need for uh, approval, yeah. That that need for validation, just directing that at a person who is not your professor, not even your TA. But and then, so like, fun. maybe just take it a step further. Every time you finish a comment, say like, right, but just <laughs> at that person, ask <laughs> <laughs> specifically for their validation. Hobbes was really into a democratic and like like self uh, well, self direct. <laughs> Well, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, you're saying, like, I'm saying the opposite. Okay, so, like, Hobbes is really into democracy and, like, leading yourself and whatever, a government not controlled centrally or authoritatively. I don't right, know, Perry? I didn't get that from the text. But that's exactly the point. <laughs> anyway, okay, never mind. I don't know. I think, but that's, like, I'm saying the bold move is, like, saying something completely wrong and then be like, <laughs> right, Perry? Oh, uh, yeah. you're doing an example. Yes, yes, okay. yes, yes, yes. All right. Oh Sorry. God. I'm just For the not. listeners, you guys didn't see the hair flip that went along. The hair flip is key. Um, sorry about that. But yeah, I do feel like you're very dependent on physical um, yeah. drama. I recently realized that the only way I dance, and that's air quotes, um, is like with my left hand above <laughs> my head and just like kind of like lightly twisting around. <laughs> really bad. Um, yeah, so directing comments, canvas, just trying ooh, to compile. Ooh, ooh, I have one other tip, and this is actually taken from my Hume experience, so I don't know if it fits, but there were some people in my Hume class who, without fail, just, like, laid their heads on the other one's shoulders and just kind of snuggled the whole class, every class. And if you want to try that... Maybe not maybe consent. not with the target, but with oh, someone else. Oh, interesting to make them <laughs> jealous. Yeah. <laughs> That's so smart. Because there's really nothing that gets me more jealous than when I see two other people cuddling in class. <laughs> yeah, like we're like leaning on each other's right. shoulders, like literally stroking each other. This is very true. This exactly happened in my Hume class every day. And then, but like making direct eye contact with the person. The lesson here is that you can't go overboard. On um, I think another fun social technique that I've I've seen I've seen in practice is um, when somebody asks the professor a question and a student takes it upon themselves to answer Ooh. before the professor gets a chance to answer. That's hot. It is hot, <laughs> especially if you're answering your uh, social crush's question. I think it's it. You like they never see it coming, you know. They they pose a question directly to the professor and just be like, "I can take this one. Like, <laughs> I got it." Maybe if you could like condescendingly pat your professor's shoulder and just be like, "Don't worry about this." Um, yeah, that's an awesome idea. Because really, there's nothing sexier than knowing that the person can answer your social questions. Yeah. Yeah. So once you've established yourself as okay, airdrop. Perry doesn't have an iPhone. 
don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like airdrop is a solid move. Like, I'm sure Motorola has their form of airdrop. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Something like something proximity based. I think it would have to be like a really serious, like not flirty at all. Like, hey, like can we work on each other's essays? But it would really have to be that the professor assigned that. Like, it wouldn't, it would be weird to me if someone was like, let's just edit each other's essays for no reason. Like, no, 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 I'll fail my social essay alone. Thank you very much. And so I think it would have to be like a professor assigned, like, contact thing. And then we talk and like flirt twice and nothing ever happens. That's, that's how it would work for me, I think. Interesting. I think um, for me, it would have to be pen and paper, note passing, model UN style, <laughs> where somebody <laughs> delivers a note to me <laughs> from across the room. Yeah. Um, and I would have to be addressed as the delegate. <laughs> oh. <laughs> we love that power. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who here was almost a leaf year baby, but then wasn't? Okay, just me? I'm <laughs> so mad that I missed it. Weird flex. <laughs> is it? I get it. It would be she a great the flex. Okay. okay. Um, that was a nice segue right there to a weird flex. Yeah, I think that we're going to do a ending segment um, that has actually nothing to do with the podcast called Weird Flex. Do you have one, Abby? I think you're really the master of weird flexes. Why don't you go for it? Hey, thanks. Um, okay, so... I watched um, the Fire Festival documentary last night. I saw it last night. Do you see it on Hulu or Netflix? Uh, Netflix. Okay. There's a Hulu one that people are saying are better because the Netflix one was, like, funded by the same people, which is... By Fire Festival? Like, (laughs) by Fire Media? (laughs) I think so. I don't know. Something weird. I saw some controversy on Twitter that's like, watch the Hulu one. It's way less biased. So I started the Hulu one, didn't finish it, watched the Netflix one last night. And my weird flex is that I'm positive I could do it better. And I know that the whole point is that he didn't have enough experience and he was too overconfident, like me. I feel like the issue is that he was a man, and I do think I could do it better. Um, And I could do it within, like, a year and a month, I want to say. I wouldn't want to give it just a year, because that was clearly, we learned from the documentary, it was not enough time. So watch out. It'll be Great Exuma 2020. Wow. I'm impressed. Thanks. <laughs> Yo, here, like, I have the worst circulation of anyone at UChicago, and I refuse to put gloves on. I think it's just, I, I was thinking about this yesterday, actually, as the temperatures plummeted, <laughs> that I, I think that, like, once you're cold, you're cold, so you might as well just not bundle up, because it's not going to make a difference. So just, like, as my, this really gives away my identity. Um, <laughs> not to quote Wallace Stevens, but you've got to have—you've <laughs> just got to have a mind of winter. And I think I have a mind of winter. I just don't have circulation of winter, so I—I just—I I live in the mind when it comes to the cold. Okay, what a weird fucking flex, Abby. Thanks for wasting your time with us. We really appreciated it. We're all just desperate for you guys to ask us advice. So once we find out a good forum for you to do that please do it. For now, you can like allegedly tweet into the Maroon or DM, but if you want to get more anonymous, we're working on it. Bye, listeners. (laughs) (laughs) I blew an air kiss.